Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Ready or Not. We're going to be looking at a topic that I have no clue how to announce, so let's get into it. Okay, guys, here we go. Uh, if you want to title something and know where we're going, all right, what's the destination? Uh, what does it take to be someone who could be trusted with more? And I know it's a broad topic, but whether it's relationships, whether it's job promotions, all kinds of stuff, we want to advance and be trusted with more. That's what a promotion is. That's what a family is, God trusting you with more people. Uh, it's, it's always that concept of, uh, am I someone who could be trusted with more? Joe's with us today. Hey, guys. What's up? Yeah. And uh, look, wherever you're starting from is not the finish line, right? That's it. It doesn't matter where you're at today, what matters is, are you moving towards where God wants you to be tomorrow? Yeah, I think it takes it taking those steps of action, right? Yep. You, you might not be happy with where you are today, and it, it might be easy for you to kind of just sit there and be, and to fall into to either guilt or shame or just a pit of despair and be stuck where you're at. Get out of it. <laughs> yeah, no, totally. Luke's gospel, Jesus gets real serious. There are moments in the Bible where he dials down and really, I, I would love to hear the tone Jesus said some of this mm-hmm, in, mm-hmm. but he said, to whom is given much, much will be required. And that's a big statement. Yep. And when we say, I want to be trusted with more, I want a promotion, I want more money, I want a bigger family, I want, are you sure? And not to try and get you to be lazy in any way, but just knowing what you're stepping into is this immense responsibility. God's entrusting you with more. Um, speaking of starting lines, right? It doesn't really matter. Joe, you've got an interesting story of where you started off, at least, you know, as a young young married guy. Uh, what was your start like? Yeah, well, I think, you know, I, 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 as far as finance, let's talk about finances. I started off in my marriage not at a good place as far as finances go. Um, In debt, had collection, credit card collection agencies coming after me. Those are fun phone calls. Didn't have a whole (laughs) lot saved up, credit score destroyed. And uh, if you were looking to marry someone based off their finances, I was not (laughs) the top of the list. Definitely. Uh, Thank God uh, that's not what my wife looked at. But even... Knowing like, hey, I have now a wife and this other responsibility, time to time to start taking action, time yep. to start looking at what God has given me. And fast forward, uh, and, and well, time to look at what God's given me and be responsible with it. And then fast forward eight years, uh, man, I credit score is almost as high as you can get it, no debt, uh, money in the bank saved up, able to go and buy things, do vacations, give, all of that stuff. And um, the Lord has been faithful and and has blessed uh, blessed me, but it took obedience in, in, in following Him. Well, and that's the whole story of like, okay, God finds you in this pit of despair, <laughs> so, so to say. And it's like, okay, so you want more, you want a family, you want responsibility, you want the, the chance to be able to buy a car one day. That's going to be based on your credit score to some degree. Like, it's a process of just being faithful with these little things, but knowing that as God gives you more, you will be expected or required to be faithful with more. Yeah, absolutely. So if someone's sitting there going like, hey, I want to just 
move forward in life. I want to conquer some things. I want to be some version of successful. And I don't mean millionaire entrepreneur. I just mean I want to see positive things in life and not negative. I want to be trusted with with some of these things that we're talking about. Um, that process, I know something you shared a little while ago that was just awesome. I, I thought that starting place of like, you've already been trusted with a lot. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's you have to start off and realize with what God's already given you and take an audit of your life. Sure. Um, I know for me early on, it was just like, let me be, let me write every single thing I'm thankful for. Yep. Um, man. And, and man, and just having that heart of gratitude and thankfulness and realizing I already have a lot. Um, you know, I was born in the U.S., right? Man, right there out of the get-go, like you're you're winning. Like as far as the rest of the world, like you, you get freedoms that the rest of the world doesn't have. You you live in a totally different lifestyle than most of the world doesn't have. And we need to be thankful for that. And we also need to realize that that's a blessing from the Lord. And there's also some kind of responsibility that we have with that. Amen. Uh, but also like, you know, there's some sort of finances. God said, you've been given 24 hours in the day to use. Uh, and what are you using it for? And just being thankful, but taking audit and realizing you've already been given a lot. Um, and, and then, for me, it was just then asking, like, what do I do with this? Yeah. So, I mean, for anyone listening right now, it's that idea of, like, sit down. If you want to be trusted with more, look at what you've already been trusted with. Yep. And actually even make that list and sit down and just go through, see what the top 20 things are that you have. Uh, my car's broke down. It's, it's, it's a beater. Like, but you have a car, <laughs> which take away the car, you have transportation. You've been trusted with the ability to get places. Yep. That is something so many people don't have immediate access to. Yeah. So whether your car is, you know, brand new off the lot or broken down every couple of days, you've been entrusted with the ability to transport yourself around the community. Yeah. If it is uh, a certain amount of knowledge, you know, whether you are naturally intellectual, you study, you learn you can apply that to learn how to solve some problems. Well, it's not only, yeah. Also, like, you, <laughs> you've been given so much. We, we Look at the time in history that we live in. You have internet access. You can travel from point A to point B, wherever that is, in the shortest time possible that anybody else in history has ever been able to. You can travel halfway across the world on an airplane, whereas before that, you know, that would have taken five hours, yep. where that would have taken two years. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Or go to the, the grocery store that's four miles away. It'll only take you five minutes, 10 minutes, yep. whereas that would have taken you all day. I'm old enough. I remember. I remember being a kid. They would take you to the library and teach you how to use the index cards yeah. so you could look through not all the books on that topic, whatever books that library happened to have on that topic. Yep. And you had to dig through and find out what aisle, what shelf, what row, and then go see if someone else checked it out or not. I mean, it was like, good night. This it took like an hour just to see if they had a book. You, know, you had to get there, fumble through the <laughs> index cards. <laughs> Go search the aisles, find the book, if it was there. And if it wasn't there, it took you a while to realize it wasn't there. And <laughs> Three hours later. <laughs> dude, seriously, like an hour later, you're realizing they don't have the book. You're not even sure you wanted it in the first place. Because well, now... there were no reviews. They, no one could five-star, four-and-a-half-star this thing. You're just hoping it's a good book on panda bears if you're in fifth grade doing a report, you know? <laughs> and it's an hour of your life just trying to find a book. Yeah. Now... You don't even have to have a computer. You sit down on a phone and have access to the most 
brilliant scientists on planet Earth. It's about pandas, amazing. yeah. Yeah, about pandas. <laughs> so anyway, well, And also, it's like I can I can just order that book and have it shipped to my door the next day. Yep. I can also probably get the ebook that's for free Instantly. at that library right then and there. And so the access, it's, it's also just looking at what you do have and asking the Lord to, because maybe you're you're like me where you're you're a pessimist and you're just like oh woe is me and like the world's against me ask the lord to reveal and show open your eyes to the things that you do have because you have a lot more than you think you do so would you say you're naturally a pessimist or yes. can be yes, yes. no Absolutely. hesitation no. just yep, yeah pessimist yeah negative <laughs> so what combats pessimism pessimism it's not, I'm not even saying it the right way yeah. pessimism yeah what combats it yeah gratitude I mean, thankfulness that's awesome yeah i know for me it's just it, you have to I think critically. I wouldn't say I'm a pessimist, but I think critically. I, I like to critique things. Sure. And it's I can critique my own life in a negative way instead of going, look at what I do have, and then how can I use this uh, effectively in my, my life and what God's given me. But, gotcha. Okay, so the Lord says, hey, he, I want to trust you with more. If you're faithful with a little, I will actually give you more. Yeah. It's a wonderful parable that he shares. And a promise. We talk about the promises of God. We don't talk about very often his promise to want to trust you with more, uh, but it is more of his stuff. So there's a few things that seem to be important. Uh, if you want God to trust you with a family, trust you with a promotion, trust you with a new car, trust you with a better credit score, all that <laughs> kind of stuff, that here's some real life, just things that you need to be able to do. And the first one, like you have got to be or become as fast as you can a teachable person. Yep. I cannot stress how important that is. I've seen it in my life and I for me I've been able to either have friends and coworkers or co-laborers that were teachable or not and seeing how that affected them. Yeah. And then also being over people uh in a different way whether that's a management thing or it's a ministry thing and seeing people that are teachable become this like diamond in the rough who over time you can really hand over some incredible opportunities to and the people that are not teachable they're just stuck in this like entry level they can never break that ceiling because they just won't change their thought process yeah a lot of that comes from ego and pride right sure it's, it's not wanting or willing or even recognizing that you need to that we are con in a constant state of change and we need to be need to be teachable, right? And I think you know, wisdom is is knowledge applied appropriately, right? There and it's it's recognizing that that God has all the wisdom and all the knowledge and understanding, and there's there's always and He's infinite, and so there's always something that we can be learning. And look yep. at the world around us, and so going to Him as a source and saying, Lord, teach me, show me, get like. If I if I think I know something that I don't really know, show me, Lord. Like, yeah. Like, uh, and walk in humility in that sense that you don't know everything. Well, and I think God does supernatural revelation through natural ways sometimes yeah, yeah. where you're like, God, show me. And so he sends your boss in there to tell you like, hey, this is really bad. <laughs> like, God, I asked you to show me. Like he did through your boss or, yeah. you know, whatever. Um, this idea of, of teachable, I know for me, it didn't start until it was probably my mid-20s. And what instigated it, I grew up right, single family home, that kind of thing. And just, I didn't have a bad picture of marriage. I had no picture of marriage. Mm. So like, I really want to figure this out. And started asking anyone that seemed like an old guy who was still married, 
what's the key to marriage? Yep. And I would just went on this, I didn't even know it was happening, but on this pursuit of asking people questions. And it's a version of being teachable, saying like, I don't know, so mm-hmm. can you tell me mm-hmm. what you've learned? Yep. And it was wonderful, the insights I got from these older guys over those couple of years of like, hey, what do you think, what have you experienced is the key to marriage? Um, but you should do that in like every area of yep. life. If you're smarter than me, I'm not jealous or afraid. I'm coming after you. Yep. yep. Totally. It's 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 just that that thirst and hunger to to want to know more, not just for the sake of knowledge, yep. but for the sake of wisdom. Yep. And and walking in that. And you take a look at Proverbs, you know, it's the book of wisdom. That's like, man, we're supposed to seek out wisdom and the blessings that come with that and the things that come with that are, are immense and, and there's promises within that. Um, and then obviously God is wisdom. So like yep. it's like he's the source. But there are people practically in our life that he has put in our life that all you need to do is ask. People <laughs> want to like, people want to to show you or tell you everything they know and have learned. They yep. want you to succeed. You know, one thing I hear people complain about a lot is like, oh, no one's coming alongside me. No one's coming and and building me up. No one's coming and discipling. No one's coming. It's like, okay, you can sit in your puddle of tears and kind of just use that as a, it's, and it's reality. I'll, I'll be honest. I have not had too many people knock on my door and say, no. Hey, I'd like to pour into your life, but you can get up out of that muck and that mire and say, okay, no one's going to come into my life and offer. So I'm going to go find people and ask them. And I'm telling you, I have not yet met someone who's just said no, just a hard no. I've had people say they couldn't. Yeah. But not a hard no, I don't want to. Well, what would happen to if they said no? Well, I already wasn't getting the information exactly. from them, so it doesn't matter. Exactly. And it, it's just taking that initiative and action, right? You know, people are busy with their own lives. So even if you're looking at, you know, hey, I really want to know how to do this one thing. Hey, take initiative, take action. You know, for me, if someone comes to me and asks me to, to you know, for some kind of information that I might have, or like, hey, can you help me with this? My, I want to, but I have a busy life. I got kids, I got a wife, I'm you know, doing different things. Yep. And I will let them know, text me. I need you to text me. You yep. take the initiative, text me, and I will do my very best to respond to you yeah. and keep on texting me until we get a date scheduled. Yeah, because me. <laughs> yeah, I'm okay with that. Sure. Um, and, you know, there's, there's an appropriate way of doing that. But uh, for sure, like seek out those things and and seek out wisdom um the lord first and then uh people second you know now i don't know if this falls in the same camp maybe being teachable meaning people can either add value and information to your life they can rebuke you uh, in a sense of like cor- let's just say correct rebukes a heavy word they can correct you yeah uh, and that's the pride thing you even brought up like man it can someone come in and be like you're wrong do it different at least try their way before you just completely dismiss it. Maybe they actually know what they're talking about. Yeah. But then the other thing, like you said, Proverbs, I know wisdom, it says, it talks about it as if, you know, it's a little bit uh, poetic in a sense, this chapter, but it says, wisdom is there and she cries aloud yep. in the court and she's there in the public square and she just cries out poor or rich, yep. uh, influential or a complete hermit. Anyone that passes by through this town square, wisdom is just available. It's crying out, come and get me. I was there when God created the foundations of the world, and God's wisdom is still there. 
accessible to anybody. Yeah, and check out Proverbs eight, guys. That's what that's that's all that. That's Proverbs. It 8. is awesome. Yep. So available, and so that that can be found through people asking questions. Uh, but what about the self learning thing? And we've talked about a little bit. Yeah, you know what? That's that's part of. I know for me, when I look at someone that I want to work with or partner with or or hire, right? I'm going to look to see that they're they're motivated and self learner, right? That they're gonna, you know, hey, I don't know this. I'm going to try to figure it out, and yep. maybe that's just them figuring it out on their own. But a lot of times, like, hey, you have Google, like Google every, like you have the yes. internet at your fingertips, literally on your phone. So it's like, hey, I don't know how to do X, Y, and Z. Google, how do you do X, Y, and Z? Yep. And you will figure out, you, there's someone, there's 20 YouTube videos on how to do that. Yep. My dryer broke the other day and I'm like, I told my wife, I was like, hey, we need a new dryer, go figure out, you know, how much, figure out which one you want, tell me how much it is. It was like 1200 bucks. I was like, uh, oh. <laughs> let me just Google this real quick. $50 part, you know, two hours later, dryer's fixed. Yep. <laughs> like, and it's just that, that, you know, man, I saved 1100 bucks. <laughs> Dude, whether it's fixing something that's broken, if it's learning about something new, I know my sons and I, we got into knife making yep, for a while, yeah, I for like that. a year yep. and a half. And I could not believe the amount of information out there. I didn't even know the word metallurgy existed. And these guys that look like cavemen, but are like borderline scientists about how much carbon is in a steel and it creates this effect and you heat it to this temperature. It was, I mean, you learned everything you wanted to know, everything you yeah. wanted to know. Yeah. And you can see this applied in your own life, right? If say your, your hobby is video games, right? Like, you know, you're going to do everything you can to be the best of that video game. Yep. If you love that video, which means you're going to be a self-learner. Now I would encourage you to spend some time on not the video games yeah. and something that can actually be used as a skill or, or, or be used practically in life that with the things God's given you, right? Like not to say all video games are bad, but come on. Like, I mean, I've been there. And and you waste like video games will waste your life. It's yeah. it's not like there's other things out in the world that uh, that God has for you to do and and be a part of. It, so so this whole thing one like sit down realize how much God has trusted you with already uh, should make you pretty excited. Like yeah. oh man, I actually already have a bunch, which means I could be trusted with more if I want to be. Yeah. So be faithful with what you currently have. Uh, be teachable, whether that means pursuing people to pour into you. If it's reading and self-learning, but it's available. It is so available. Uh, but here's where people, I think, get caught often, is they actually acquire quite a bit of knowledge and yep. sit on it. Yep. We're not trying to hatch an egg. Okay? <laughs> like, we're just, we're not trying to hatch an egg. We're trying to move forward in life. And there needs to be a teachable spirit, but workable hands. Yep. You got to, you just get up and go. Apply it. Apply it. There's going to be a hundred reasons not to do something, and none of them are good enough to sit down one day longer. Yep. yep. Move. Do it. Start. Start. I know I, I use this analogy some other time, but it was, when's the best time to plant a tree? And I, I think about that all the time. It hit me hard. It's like, well, the best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago. The second best time is today. Yep. And that means, hey, yeah, there must there was 20 years ago where you should have done something, or yesterday you should have done something. But what do you have today? Yep. Like, what has God given you today to do something with? And start there. And you be faithful and obedient with what God's given you in that moment, in, that, in, in today, and just continue to do that little by little and watch what God does. Like, for me... If I look back in eight short years and what God has done with my finances, because I was just, okay, Lord, here's my finances. Let me be obedient. Let me be disciplined in what you've given me. I'm sorry. Forgive me. Yep. I'm not going to sit there and 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 
beat myself up for it. I'm going to say, hey, I have 10 bucks here right now. Oh, I could go spend it on Starbucks right now, or I could put it towards my debt. Yep. You know, well, I need to put it towards my debt. Okay. And, you know, of course I wanted that Starbucks, but also like sacrifice and being disciplined. And now I can get any Starbucks I want, you know, <laughs> if I wanted to. Yep. But that's that whole work. Put your hands to the plow. I mean, Jesus yeah. says, if you aren't willing to put your hands to the plow and not look back, you're not fit for the kingdom. I mean, there's this like real idea of like grab on with both hands and get to work, sweat it out, like be determined, be focused. Um, if God wants to push you in another direction, he's really good about pulling the rug out from under you or closing the door and and stopping something. But uh, unless he's stopping you, he's stopping you, you've done everything you can. Um, my goodness, I remember being super ambitious, believing God was going to go do this thing. Uh, I was going to sell our house, pack up our family. I mean, we were going going for it. And the Lord just completely nailed the door shut, took away the job opportunity, took away uh, the unity, a lot of weird things. But unless he does that, put both hands to the plow and work. And I know you've been around people, I've been around people, uh, you've had people under you. If you have people around that won't do their job, you're not going to give them a raise. Nope. It's very simple. If you won't work harder, I can't pay you more money. So I want a promotion. Then work harder and be worth more money. Yep. Uh, when the management level position comes, are you working hard? Because they need you to work hard there. And if you can't work hard at you know level three, why would they get you to be into level four? Once again, and it's it's working harder by adding value too. So are, are you just taking from the company? Are yeah. you just there to get a paycheck? Or are you actually helping the company and adding value to the company? Yep. Um, but even I have the verse open right now, just sitting in front of me. And as you're saying it, uh, Proverbs 10, 4, he who has a slack hand becomes poor. <laughs> there you go. But the hand of the diligent makes rich. There it is. He who gathers in the summer is a wise son, and he, and he who sleeps in harvest is a son who causes shame. Oh my gosh, it's perfect. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, the Bible just so apply. <laughs> just apply the Bible. Apply Proverbs That's and watch it. what God does. Just do <laughs> what God says. Yep. He says, work hard. Why? Just do it. Yep. And you'll turn around in eight years and be like, whoa, what happened to my debt? It evaporated. Whoa, what happened to my credit score? It went up whoa, my wife has a new car. Whoa. Like yep, yep. it's, how did that happen? Doing what God said. Now God says, sometimes you need to sweat and work. And when it comes to wanting more, and that doesn't mean you have to actually sweat, but to being diligent maybe is a better word. And because we're not talking about just occupationally, you want to be trusted with that marriage, you want to be trusted with a good group of friends and quality relationships. You want to be trusted, right, with so much. Look, you got to really put yourself into what you already have. Well, I think that's good. It's the diligent word, right? It's like, it's there's going to be times that you don't want to, uh, you know, work. There's going to be times oh, that you don't want to sit there and study, you know, or do the homework or learn or... I, I just really want to sit here and spend the next four hours and, and play video games. Well, of course, that's what your flesh wants, or I just want to sleep. Yep. But that's not going to get you anywhere. It says the hand of the diligent. It means you go work, you you stay focused, you do the things that you you don't 
you don't maybe don't naturally want to do and you become disciplined like yep. that word diligent i just i see discipline right next to it like i used to tell my son he played football in high school and uh I'd, I'd rather him. He was awesome, man. And talk about dedicated. He did it. But I love to give him a hard time. You know, one day he, I'm just going to, I'm going to sleep in this morning. Like, you know, who's not sleeping in the team you're going to play on Friday. <laughs> they're up, they're working out, they're breaking a sweat. So you want to be comfortable or you want to win on Friday? Yep. He's like, come on. It was, it was, I, I was being very real, but also he is a very hard worker. Yeah. Uh, so it was kind of a, a fun real reality check. But it's that thing, like, hey, the guy that's going to get the next promotion is working hard today. Yep. Are you that person? Yep. Uh, the guy that's going to be entrusted with a wonderful, loving, content family is being intentional about developing that relationship, learning how to lead and come alongside. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's like even as Christians, like as under the Lord, we're supposed to be doing these things. So how much more so are we supposed to be diligent and working harder? And it's like, we're not doing it. We're not doing it for those things, those possessions, and all those things we're doing. Like if you're doing it as under the Lord, man, we're doing it for you, God, like this. So we want to be a good example. I want to, for me, I want my kids to know that I'm working hard in my relationships with my wife, with my, with my friends, with the people around me. I want my kids to see me diligently be in the word. I want to see them that I'm always learning that I'm always growing, progressing. I want my I want to be an example to those around me as under the Lord. There's something so tangible and real that just came to mind. Uh I remember we were married for maybe two years. Oh gosh, maybe just a little less. Rochelle was pregnant with Isaac, wasn't born yet, it's our firstborn, and uh she lost her job. And so overnight, we went from two incomes to one income and about to have our first kid. Oh, I man. think we were tw- 23 years old, oh. um, just like, what? And I remember the Lord impressed on my heart, like, just be faithful and diligent. Yeah. And so I remember I made this commitment to the, I can't say I made a deal with God, but I made a commitment to the Lord. I commit to trusting you because you say you're going to feed the birds of the air, but I also commit to working as hard as I can. And at the time I was in construction and it was like, all right, when I show up to the warehouse, and whatever work is on the truck, when I drive out to the site, I will stay there and do everything that's on that truck. And if you put a light load and I get off at 11 o'clock and I don't get to make much money that day, I'm going to not freak out because you said you'll take yeah. care of me. So I'm going to take it as you gave me the day off or a half day. And I'm telling you, stay true to that for years. There were days I was home in my living room by 11.30, and I had no worry because I knew God was going to be faithful. God's got you. But there were days I remember being to the shop before the sun came up and not getting to the shop till after sunset. I remember working with a flashlight. It was the longest, I mean, long days. Yeah, exhausting days, hard days, been there, but also like some of the most rewarding days. Oh, man. Like God, God, there's something ordained and and that God did by giving us hard work. Yeah. I don't know, as a guy, I'm speaking as a guy, I think, but like in any, for anyone, it's like, man, like there's just a sense of accomplishment that you get. And it's not to like build your pride up. It's just like, okay, this was a good day. Yes. Like I'm exhausted, but this was a good yep. day. I did something. Yeah, today. I think it's a human thing because Adam was called to it. I think guys maybe uh, wear it on their sleeve a little bit more. Yeah, like, we're, we're maybe we're, a little pounded on our chest. Yeah. Oh, I did a big day. <laughs> but you see women who are like really chasing after their calling on their life or the task before them, even if it's just raising their kids, there's the ones that just feed their kids and clothe them. Then there's the ones that are like, man, pouring in, yeah. going crazy. And they're they're exhausted, but my goodness, their life's fulfilled. So 
you want to be trusted with more, advance in life, see God's blessings, right? See what you have, be faithful with it, be teachable, be someone who can work. And the last one I say is be someone who's trustable or could be trusted with something. And that's more than teachable and someone who just works. Uh, by trusting, can I give you a project? Could someone give me a task or a project to do and then walk away? And I'm going to get it done when they asked for it to be done. Yep. yep. I think that's a big one. And so many people even take that, right? Like, hey, I've been given this task to do and I'm I'm either too prideful or too scared to ask questions, yep. right? It's like, no, if, some, if I give someone a project, I want them to succeed in that project. If I give them a task to do, I want them to succeed in that project. If, But I'm also going to look at them and trust them. And I hope that I can trust them or I'm or I'm testing to see if I can trust them by giving that project. Are they going to come to me and say, hey, I need help with this. I need, can you help me figure this out? Because I don't know. Because yep. I, I don't need you to just kind of fake it. I don't, I need that project or that task to be done well. Yep. And it's also like, I'm going to ask you, do you need my help? And if you need my help or, or let me help find someone that can get you that help, right? Uh, but it's just being able to trust you that you're going to take that project and own it and and run with it. Well, that's, that ownership is that trustability thing. Yeah. I mean, there's times where it, I'll ask someone that says, hey, I, I want to do more. Like, okay, great. I need you to go connect with these five people. Go for it. And two days later, they come back. And I've had times where it's, okay, I talked to, you know, Bob, Susie, Joe, and, and they go through the list and here's what they all said. And I don't know how they even got the phone numbers. <laughs> like, I'm like, whoa, that's, you like really went and did it. And then I've had people come back and like, oh, I didn't get it done because you didn't give me the phone numbers. I'm like, well, did you ask me for the phone numbers? Well, no. Did you ask anyone in the office for the phone numbers? No. You, you could have gone further yeah. and didn't. Yeah. And that's, we're back to that teachable, workable thing. Like go self-learn, go figure it out. Can I trust you with the project or not? Yep. Yep. Here's a simple one for you, right? And this is something we take an audit. What is, what God? What have you given us that, or what have you given me that that you've trusted me with? Well, He's given you with His Word, right? You got, you, go. you have access to the Bible. All of us have that, right? And if you're listening, like, so it's like one: Are you going to be teachable in that? Are you going to read it and you're going to read through it and go, okay? Lord, teach me, show me. And then are you going to apply that? Are you going to be workable? And then are you going to be trustworthy and apply, actually like own that part of it and use it in your life and trust with what God's given you? And for me, that's like a simple one. That's like, man, we all have the word of God and that's the source of wisdom, right? Yep. Like, So I, I just think about like there's, you can apply these teachable, workable, trustable things into so many aspects of our life, whether it's finances, time, people, the the people that you have in your life, yep. um, the the access that we have to knowledge. Um, but it's like, or, man, we have so much. And are we even, are we being trustworthy with what God's given us? Yep. So Go the extra mile. Yep. Jesus says, man, when someone asks you to go a mile, go the extra mile. Put in the work. Be trustable. If you don't know what to do, ask questions. Go learn. Figure it out. Uh, sweat it out if you have to. Put in the hours. At the end of the day, have a finished product. And in that, what we don't realize is like today, sometimes you can feel like, man, I'm just grinding out today. It's like, no, you're not. You're laying a foundation for being able to be trusted with more yep. in the weeks or months yep. to come. And so don't get lost in the the swirling tasks and weight of the moment. Realize God's building into you the ability to carry more later on. Yep. It's awesome.
Yeah, God is God is uh, knows what He's doing. Yep. So if He's given you something to do, do it with your whole heart and watch what He does later on. Don't yeah. worry about the future. That's that's God. That's in God's hands. Yep. Uh, worry about what God has for you today. And Jesus talks about in Matthew six. Don't worry about tomorrow. There's enough to worry about for today. Right. He knows what he's doing, and I know from my own personal experience the things that, you know, I was a part of 10 years ago to where I'm today. It's like, oh, look at what the Lord did and yep. how he weaved all these different things in my life and to where I am today. Yep. And 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 then also capitalizing on the things that I have today so because I know in the future the Lord's going to use it. Yep. Uh, could be wrong, but your favorite verse, I believe, over the years, Matthew six thirty three. Six thirty three. Is that your favorite verse? It's one of one them. One of them. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. That's right? it, guys. One hundred percent. Seek the Lord, His righteousness, His character, and He will add to you the things that are supposed to be there. So, look, make that list. Find out what God's already entrusted to you, and be faithful with it. Be teachable or become teachable. It matters so much. Work hard, and when someone gives you something, do it with your whole heart so that you are a trustworthy person. Uh, man, we're going to wrap this thing up and land the plane. Awesome. We'll see you guys next time. See you guys. Until then, walk with Jesus. Peace outside. Peace outside.